0: Let me tell you about my sponsor, Gummy Cube. Now, Gummy Cube are supporting this show and they are absolutely awesome when it comes to helping you rank for the right keywords in the app stores for your apps pretty relevant right so gummy cube can help your users find your app through search on the app store and ranking for the right keywords can increase your reach by about 5 to 10 times what you're getting right now so get found on the app stores go and check out www.gummycube.com that's g u m m i c u b e gummycube.com thanks gummycube for being so awesome and continuing to support this show let me thank my awesome sponsor, Apptentive. Now, Apptentive have a number of different customers, and I'm going to read out a quote here. Apptentive have been vital in improving our mobile app ratings, growing our user base, and fielding support issues. That is from a company called StockTwits. Uh, a lot of people are falling in love with Apptentive for what they can do. They can do an amazing thing for you and getting better reviews. Uh, so to get a free consultation with them, go to www.apptentive.com com forward slash app guy that's apptentive.com forward slash app guy and thank you very much Apptentive for being so awesome
1: hello I am Carter Thomas I'm the founder of Blue Cloud Solutions and you are listening to the App Guy podcast
0: the App Guy podcast straight from your host Paul the App Guy sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment and now Paul the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guide podcast. I'm your host, it's uh, Paul Kemp. Uh, this is the show that brings you just the most inspiring entrepreneurs, app founders uh, from around the world. And uh, I am really excited about today's guest. Uh, I, you know, Let me just explain that when you go to this website, uh, scholarappstudios.com, uh, you will see uh, some awesome video footage and a lot of it's to do with surfing. Uh, I've just come back from what I think is the surfer's paradise the surfers mecca of the world it's in bali there's a place called changu if you ever get a chance definitely go and check it out and so i've been trying my best to do a bit of surfing and then i stumbled across um, sam and his website and i just got really interested in it so go and visit stop what you're doing now pause the podcast go and check out scholarappstudios.com. there'll be a link in the show notes episode uh, 347 of the appguy.co and uh, you can get the link there so um, let me introduce Sam. Sam uh, is the CEO and uh, we're here to talk about apps. So Sam, welcome to the App Guy podcast.
1: Paul, thanks so much for having me on. I really love what you're doing, inspiring people around the world. It's just so amazing how you're able to start a show like this.
0: Yeah, it's been going for a few years and we've actually had people who, uh, I've just received an email today, in fact, of somebody who's listens to the show and is heading off to Thailand to become an app ah. entrepreneur. Uh, we've had, yeah, a lot of people quit. So hopefully if anyone quits listening to this, uh, quits their day <laughs> job and goes off and becomes an app entrepreneur, let us know. <laughs> so. Yes
1: yes I inspire, I hope you guys do that too. <laughs> uh,
0: where did you get the, so your, your website I mean where did you get the inspiration to have a load of surfers on the front front page there?
1: Well we're we're, loaded, we're located in Washington DC, uh, United States, and then also Silicon Beach, California, Santa Monica. and one of my partners is over there and ever since he moved over there to help me start the company, he just goes surfing. So he's like, "Hey, you know, I see I see this uh, surfing video. Let's go ahead and put the the website." I'm like, "All right, go ahead."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz it looks so like I know uh, is a really big move towards not looking so corporate uh, and it just looks so slick and, and and so I guess uncorporate. Is that like uh, on purpose? Yes.
1: Yes, we are we're anything but corporate. We we I, I wear sandals to all my meetings. I I I don't dress up. Um, we are doing very big things. I I don't like to spend money on offices and and all that kind of stuff. I, I rather put my money back into the companies I'm invested in, and, and making cool companies sprout up instead of instead of spending to- so much money on corporate. So yeah, it, it hits the nail right on the head.
0: So Sam, a lot of people listening to this show are looking to start out themselves, and and it's always handy to understand how you got started. And Great. maybe we could talk through your journey to Scholar App Studios. You know how you got started.
1: Great, yeah. So, I'm I'm very much a businessman. I am a college dropout. I was a chemistry major, but growing up, my dad is an economist for the American government, uh, and and he always showed me the market. Market shows, business shows on TV, and and how you can spot out holes in the market. And what I realized uh, when I was 23 years old when I started the company was that, listen, there is no such thing as a smartphone. And now what are we using every day? What do we wake up to? What, what do we use when we're bored to play games? What do we use to message each other? What do we scroll through at night? It's all mobile apps. And if you use your business mind, it just makes sense. What was a $0 industry in 2006 is now a multi-billion global industry. So I said, hey, why not attack this space? Why not get into it? This is a perfect time for millennials, the people who grew up with the technology, to take advantage of our knowledge when the older people, the people in their 50s and 60s, the people who already have lots of money, have no idea what Twitter is, how to use Facebook, how to use Instagram, how to send a tweet out, all that stuff. So I, I pulled together a great team, and we just hit the – the ground running.
0: So how did you get that team together? Are these, uh, yes. I mean, uh, people that you know from networking or perhaps you can give us some guidance on that?
1: Yes. Networking is the biggest tool you will use as an entrepreneur. It really is. I know it sounds cliche, but business is all about who you know. If you know the right people, you can get connected to other great people. You can get connected to the best programmers. And I will emphasize this. It's all about who you're working with. You should never settle for working with lesser, lesser people, who people who aren't don't have work ethic, people who aren't geniuses. I surround myself with only the people who do the best work. So going back to how I got started and how I gathered the team, I went out to tons of, of networking events. Meetup.com is great. It shows a lot of tech uh, conventions around your area. I went to a bunch of of uh late night uh conventions where i got to meet people where i got to meet app developers and i showed them the products i was working on i inspired them i i said listen because my business model is instead of charging full price we cut the price a bit and we ask for part equity in in whatever company or whatever app we're building so that interests the the uh, developers right away that hey listen you get to own a piece of the app you're working on. But the, 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 uh, the bottom line is creating a network, getting yourself out there, reaching out to as many people as you can, telling them your idea, and asking them if they can help you.
0: Yeah, I love the fact that you are doing that. I mean, it's really it, you know, an interesting way of aligning your interests with your clients' interests and, and also motivating the team. And uh, I guess that's really worked out for you.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It it it's working out just fine. Have you
0: had any really big hits that you could talk about?
1: No, we are still we are still working on all of our apps. All the all the clientele I've been working on, uh, with is in brand new spaces, such as a smart TV space, a big de- data space, new location technology. So i I've, I've helped previous companies before in terms of marketing but this is all uh, rather new and we're picking up a lot of steam. But I- I'll tell you, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: tell me about it. I mean, you're episode 347. So yeah, I'm having a lot of fun just meeting you know people like yourself, founders. And uh, I mean- we, we could talk about scholar app studios and I, I, I guess like a core feature is that you are building apps for others but one of the biggest questions i'm often asked is how to get your your app discovered in the marketplace and i wondered Great if you're question. actually helping launch the apps that you take equity in. yes
1: yes so i have a viral marketing company as well called scholar era and what we do we're actually based in, in australia we're here all over america we're in south america We have people in China, India, uh, people in England, in Europe, uh, where I partnered up with a bunch of really great marketing companies. And as well as I partnered up with uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter influencers who have millions of followers so that we do have a platform to launch your app. Because I tell people this all the time because you meet a lot of brilliant engineers, right, who can make the best app in the world, but they have no idea how to market it. They have no idea how to get eyeballs. And two, once you get eyeballs, how do you keep the uh, eyeballs looking? How do you keep the, the person uh, uh, to come back to use your app over and over again? So, yes, I've created a platform that's doing pretty well. We, we've worked uh, with multiple apps, uh, getting millions of views on YouTube. Um, so, yeah, it's, marketing is key, and I'm, I'm really glad I entered the space.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you're reminding me now of a fantastic chat that we've had, uh, I've had before on this show, where uh, the strategy is to align yourself with a top influencer, and uh, they don't know how to build apps, but they know how to get the word out, uh, and and then you kind of build an app for their space, uh, and then you tease their audience, you know, get get their audience involved in the creation space. So how did you how did you get these influencers on board?
1: Um, I, I have a whole team of marketers and publicists and we reached out to every single one that has over 500,000 viewers, 500,000 subscribers, 500,000 uh, uh, likes on Facebook. And I, whatever we did, we, we, we did whatever it took to get me on the phone. And I'm really good at connecting with people and getting them to see my vision. And they're always happy. It's, it's so great, Paul. I've learned in business that people are always willing to help out a good cause and my whole cause, the whole reason why I have the word scholar in my name is because I believe millennials are going to be the best generation ever. We have this technology to our disposal. Like I said early in the podcast, we grew up with this technology. We had a, we know how to use it compared to our parents who don't, so we have the advantage. So I get what I do also is I go out to speak at colleges, high schools and tech conventions to explain why we should get into the tech field, why we should get into the social media marketing field. So everyone loves my vision and they're very happy to work with me. So it just works out very well.
0: Yeah, and I'm guessing like anyone listening to this could do the same on their own. Uh, I mean, that you could uh, approach these influencers and offer uh, maybe a stake in the uh, app or maybe a split of the revenue that's generated as as a result of their promotion. But it's definitely giving... um, yeah, a lot of good ideas for anyone who wants to do the same thing. Uh, so, uh, okay then. And in terms of how, how about like going back to um, Scholar App Studios and uh, just uh, again, one of the big challenges is getting uh, clients. And uh, I'm guessing that uh, you ended up getting clients through networking, word of mouth, and if uh, you've got any guidance on that.
1: Yeah, actually, it's it's all become word of mouth. Everyone has – because I put myself out there in the beginning. I tried a lot. It didn't get many clients. But once we started picking up uh, projects and completing them, people started to talk. Uh, I started to get on podcasts. People asked me to get on podcasts. We started to get more emails. And, and Paul, I'm actually at the point where I get to pick and choose which projects I want to be part of. Because remember, I do – I do get to own a piece of the, the pie, a piece of the, the, uh, the business of the app, so I get to choose depending on how I see uh, the, the market they're entering uh, uh, as profitable or not, whether I think their business plan is good, whether or not they have good advisors, whether or not they have enough money to do it because, man, I learned out the hard way that you really need money to start a business. Money is key. Uh, it, it pays the bills. It, it gets better marketing uh, um, officials. It gets better uh, developers and all that. So I I get to sit back and look at all the emails I get and really choose who I'm helping out, who I'm pushing to success, and what companies I get to part get to be a part of.
0: You know, this is vitally important, Sam, because you're kind of reminding me uh, why I set up the podcast. Because a few years <laughs> ago, I was working uh, for. Uh, clients that I just did not like, and um, yeah. I was working on projects. And I, I've I've met a lot of uh, you know app developers and entrepreneurs that, that say the same thing. You know, uh, there's nothing worse than like a client you just do not like get on no. with, and and so it must be great to get into that position where you pick and choose the projects. And and also, I guess it must be tough to walk away from projects that could be quite uh, valuable in terms of money, but but not are not quite right.
1: Yeah, I, I I've learned exactly what you said with clients. Um, well, I've learned that if you have such a good uh, service, if you have a proven service that people are recommending you and people uh, praise you, you get to say no to those bad clients because it is hell working. I've worked, I've done it before. I've worked with people who complain all the time, even though we're giving the the hundred ten percent, we're doing a good job. They always want more. They complain about the price, and I've learned. That if someone's trying to make multi-millions of dollars making an app and they're worried about the price in the beginning to make their app, don't work with them. If they're trying to be cheap, don't work with them. There's always going to be more clients. This space is brand new and there's not many app development companies out there doing a great job. So you can sit back and wait for these good projects because they're going to come. But in terms of not, uh, not being able to take on each project, yes, my, my time is becoming very limited. And what I've been doing now is instead of doing the work for them and, and taking a big percentage, I'm advising them. I'm taking maybe 1% to 4% of their company and setting them up for success instead.
0: Uh, that is a very good idea. I actually met a, a millionaire entrepreneur who yeah. did the same thing, who would uh, uh, charge for uh, like a small stake in the company to, to actually be on the board or be an advisor to, to the company. And that, that's obviously another strategy for anyone listening to this. Uh, they could do the same thing with their skill set.
1: Yes, yes, it, 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 it's, it's very important, especially when you have a track record of success, people flock to you. People go to you for advice. People want you to be involved. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it's just your name. Uh, that it, just putting your name on something that make, makes people want to join. For example, if you get the CEO of Twitter or Mark Zuckerberg to back your product, who's not going to want to invest in that? Who's not going to want to be a part of that? So it, it, it's a very smart move. Just like you are talking about you're the millionaire and you know who's doing that, it's a very smart move to do. If you know what you're talking about, you have the right connection, I suggest you go into advisory work.
0: Yeah, and actually, I, I do tweet out Mark Zuckerberg now and again uh, in the hope that he uh, <laughs> does recognize what I'm doing. I mean, it's no harm in a- approaching these guys. You never no. know.
1: Um, Yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Even though I would say maybe he doesn't like Twitter so much, so maybe you should reach out to Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's
0: that's where I'm I'm making the mistake. uh, Tweet. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. You'll be you'll be talking to Mark tomorrow.
0: So I'm fortunate enough to have an absolutely amazing app store optimization company called Gummy Cube who sponsor this show, and they collect uh, data from the mobile app stores, Google Play and the Apple App Store, and that data then allows you to be more effective when optimizing your apps for those app stores. Now, Gummy Cube deal with brands and indie developers and product managers, and what Gummy Cube are able to do is find those long-tailed keywords that rank. You see. App Store Optimization, it used to be, and I'm I'm sure you're probably still doing this right now, where you go, Uh, back and forth and check things like google search and and then you get the long tail keywords uh, from web search and that is the wrong thing to do Uh, you don't really want any data that's being scraped from the web what you want is data that is actually from the app stores because we know that the way you behave in app stores is different to on the web and searching on the web and so this is why you need gummy cube to get access their algorithms and their data cube and to really be efficient with app store optimization so i highly recommend going and checking them out it's www.gummycube.com it's g-u-m-m-i-c-u-b-e.com and thank you very much to gummy cube for being such a great company and supporting this show it's time to thank my wonderful sponsor called apptentive now they are the experts when it comes to in-app communication and customer experience so to give you an idea of just how great they are Here's a couple of quotes from some big names that you may have heard of who are actually using Aptentive. So big fish games say Apptentive's SDK is the easiest integration I've done. It just works, it's dead simple. And all recipes say Apptentive helped us improve the quality of our product by looking through trending reactions in our community, uh, which helped us make decisions about our product and business based upon the data we pull from the tool. So they're loving Aptentive. Uh, why don't you go and show some Aptentive love by going to www.aptentive.com forward slash app guy? It's important to do the forward slash app guy, all lowercase, because you'll get a free consultation about what they can do for you. Go and check them out. And thank you very much to Aptentive for supporting this show. Uh, so there's a, cu- a couple of more things we need to do, um, Sam, before we say goodbye. One is like, I do have a number of, like, um, issues and questions that I get asked right. by the listeners. And uh, maybe we can run through some of those quick fire round type style. Uh, and then we can talk about one or two of your favorite apps. So so um, yeah, uh, it looks like uh, just going through a lot of these different things. Um, uh, people are asking about monetizing apps. And I wondered if you had mm-hmm. any guidance on what you've learned so far to yes. monetize apps.
1: Great. So uh, investors are shying away. The, 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 the rant and, and rave of apps and, and the really big excitement of apps is over. And we've seen what works and what doesn't. So if you're trying to monetize your app, stay away from the model of getting a million followers or a million downloads, a million users first, and then monetizing off of advertising because investors are, are very weary. It's a huge risk for investors. Instead, think of apps like Uber uh, where, where you're making money right away. You have a revenue model. You're selling something. You're connecting someone with a service and you're taking 20%, 30% of the income right away. You don't need investors if you, do, if you have money yourself or you have friends that are helping you out. You get a constant revenue model. Um, and, and then also think about games, right? Think about uh, creating an app where um, uh, it's, it's an okay app but then at the same time, you, you get stuck and you have an option to pay. For example, Candy Crush or Clash of Clans. A lot of times you lose lives or you, you, uh, you have to wait a long time to build something new. And then a po- little friendly icon pops out and say, Hey, do you want to spend 99 cents to get to the next level? No problem. And a lot of times, you know, people will say yes. And if you have 50 million users or 50 million downloads, 50 million people paying 99 cents is $50 million in your pocket. You know, I'll buy uh, taxes and all that. Uh, But um, really start thinking about how you can monetize your app now. Because investors are going to be very weary to invest in your product if you're going to tell them, well, we have to get a million downloads first to start making money through advertisements. Well, guess what? In those five years... You're going to be burning through over a million dollars. Why is someone going to give you a million dollars, not even knowing if they're going to be making money back right away?
0: Yeah, I agree, and also I, I'm actually thinking that with the evolution of the app store, people are now more uh, acceptable about paying for um, you know premium yes. services. Uh, whereas at the start, you know everything was was kind of good because it was free. Um, so. Uh, and, and and yeah, subscription models seem to be a, a good thing as well. The Evernote type of uh, monetization. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's someone else asked asked here. Um, like I guess you get this um, risk as well. What's the risk of uh, building something and then getting it rejected by uh, Apple because of their approval yeah. process? Do, do you build that into your yeah. terms in any way, or yes, how do you deal of with that risk? All the
1: time. We I I put it every, into every single one of my contracts that we are not responsible for for the Apple Store rejecting the app uh, one because a I didn't come up with the idea so if your your idea for the app and all the functions all that gets rejected by the Apple uh, App Store it's not my fault you know we, we get paid to submit it if it's if it's rejected that we, we can't do anything about it because Apple is very picky I don't know sometimes they, they just don't like the app that I found and and there's nothing you can do about that as, as for Android. That's why I like working on Android projects a lot. It's, it's simple. You like within a day, you can put it out there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Same here. I've, uh, you know, the approve. there's no approve. I think it's, um, it's an automatic approval process, isn't it? There's no sort of yeah. manual. But uh, Yeah,
1: they're like, oh, Android. you're using our platform? Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, come
0: on. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised Google hasn't actually got it to the point where it is almost instantly deployed and um, available yeah. everywhere. I'm sure that... Uh, it, 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 do you remember when um, it used to take uh, uh, qu- quite a few weeks to get picked up by the Google uh, bot for search, uh, and then now uh-huh. it's almost instant, so...
1: Um, oh yeah i'm
0: sure we're getting the same way for apps uh Uh so sam before we say goodbye there is the the last thing which is this is a show about apps and we do love talking about apps if you've got one or two apps that you tend to use uh in your business or personal life that you could recommend to us
1: i love uber and snapchat just think about how simple it is within two buttons you can get a ride at the front of your door or the front of your apartment and guess what it's cheaper than a taxi this is technology that is revolutionizing the way we the way we use transportation revolutionizing the way people are finding jobs you can you can make a lot of money now just by signing up with uber and becoming a driver you're you're an independent contractor you're on your terms think about how simple that is and how it's undercutting these huge taxi companies that spend so much money on fleets on cars so much money on on uh, offices, so much money on insurance and all that stuff. This is this is what uh, uh, economics is at its best. A new technology comes up, and we're able to use it to make a better service. So, so, so I've got an I'm,
0: interesting story about Uber. I was using Uber yes. in, in Dubai, and uh, what's interesting is that the, Dubai is letting that company operate uh, and there's about ten thousand taxis, and uh, the government make well, the the kind of power there make enormous mon- monies on the, um, the the drivers, and it's totally disrupting that market. But what's interesting yeah. is they have these uh, teams of officials that go out and will fine Uber drivers if they see them working for Uber, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I know that so Uber is going to be up against it with all the the kind of authorities around the world as they expand globally. <laughs> because they're, they're just yeah. so disruptive
1: yeah it is and and, and it, it, if the governments intervene in this it's that's the doom of us all then that's the government saying that hey you're not allowed to innovate you're not allowed to change you're not allowed to like make a better society so i really hope uber wins the b- battle
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i feel I feel like you know as f- someone who's followed them for about three or four years you know when they first started that uh, i i you know would love to kind of see them win out because uh you know, it proves that innovation does succeed. Uh, yes. So, so Sam, is there anything we you feel we missed out on from your story or, you know, that could help inspire anyone who is listening to this, who is potentially uh, looking to do the yes. same thing as you've done?
1: Great. I want I want everybody to know that there are people out there who think like us, people who believe we can change the world, people who believe that we can make a better product, people who believe in our own dreams. And I highly suggest you follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I post inspirational uh, posts and all that. It's at Sam Fourline. And find other people that believe in what you believe. Um, For a long time, I was hanging out with people who who like to not do that much and, and, and didn't have that good dreams and aspiration. I never really fit in. But there are people out there like that. Just connect with those people Build off of each other, motivate each other, and you can do amazing things. Um, and, and you know anything's possible, especially with the technology we have today. Especially with the amount of money people are pouring into new ideas, it's it's a perfect time to be an entrepreneur. If I can do it as a college dropout, uh, then, then anyone else can do it.
0: <laughs> so inspiring. And I will have all the uh, links to you to be able to connect to you on uh, the show notes there, episode 347 of the co. Um, but I'm guessing the best way to get in touch with you then is uh, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, yes, and through your website. You
1: can, yeah, you can email me at sam at scholarera.com and make sure you download the two apps we've been working on. They come out in October. One is called InnoFund, I-N-N-O-Fund. That will help you find jobs you can make money from our app actually and then also snap location for all the android users that will be coming out out in october and you can make money from this app as well you can put a pin somewhere a location where you want a picture and if someone picks it up you can pay them or you can get paid by sending a picture So uh, we're working on really cool things, and hopefully you guys can follow me and uh, look at the new apps we make out. And if you want to get in touch with me, I'm always open up to new opportunities.
0: Great. Sam, thanks very much for coming on the show. All the best with everything. It just sounds so inspirational. And, uh, hey, you never know, one day maybe we can get out to uh, surf on the the California coast at uh, one time.
1: I would. I would love it, Paul. You'd have to teach me, though, first.
0: <laughs> what you, well, I'm sure, like, uh, I mean, I'm surprised there's not so, some sort of technology, you know, to, yeah. um, uh, to, to make it a little bit easier. I was trying to surf, and it was just, um, it was, like, really physical and really hard. So, you know, <laughs> uh, we need some kind of drone type of, um, you know, motor oh, yeah. on, the, on a surfboard. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah, we need a support system, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> great. Thanks, Sam, for coming on. You're such a great guest. Thanks a lot.
1: Paul, you have a great show, man. I wish you all the luck and let's stay in touch.
0: Just to remind you that this show is sponsored by Gummy Cube. Gummy Cube are a big data company that are collecting data into Data Cube, which is pulling data from the app stores, Google Play and the Apple App Store. So, Go and use an app store optimization company that is getting its data from the app stores and not from web searches, which do not relate really to what's going on in the app store. Go and check them out. It's www.gummycube.com. Thank you very much to Gummy Cube. They're just such a great supporter of this show. So let me remind you that this episode has been sponsored by Apptentive. Now you can go and sign up for a free mobile app consultation by going to apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's all lowercase, apptentive.com forward slash appguy. All you need to do is complete a form and what they'll do is they will evaluate uh, an overall app experience and information about how Apptentive can increase your app's ratings and reviews. So go to www.apptentive.com forward slash appguy, get that free consultation and thank you Apptentive for supporting this show. So I've got some really exciting news. Uh, The AppGuy podcast has been nominated for the International Podcast Day Gratitude Award. Uh, This is an award that is presented uh, in conjunction with uh, podcast reviews. And I've had the founder on the show, in fact, um, quite a number of episodes ago. So this International Podcast Day Gratitude Award uh, needs your help. Uh, if you have left me a review or if you have not left a review yet it doesn't matter just go to iTunes or Stitcher and tell me how this podcast has made an impact on you and what the uh, review panel do is they go through uh, the reviews uh, over the um period of assessment and they look to see who has made the biggest impact with their audience so if you have had any impact with uh, listening to this show if it has made a difference to you uh, go to uh, you can go to the appguide.co and just hit the subscribe button on itunes to find the link or you can just search through google uh, and you can leave a review uh, review on itunes or a review on Stitcher, and that's how the podcast reviews panel assess and if they feel like it's made a big impact, then they will award uh, the App Guy podcast, the International Podcast Day Gratitude Award. So I need your help. Please do it. It will be so much fun to have that hanging on my wall. And uh, I need all your help. So I really appreciate it. Go and do it now um, because the deadline is the 30th of September. And so time is pressing. But thanks very much. And I'm sure I'll be delivering another episode to you very shortly.